Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What seam bowling all-rounder in county championship cricket could actually ever replace Ben Stokes in that England team? That is the question we are asking today. This is the England Watch Cricket Podcast from Leading Edge Cricket Podcast. We're working our way through the England cricket depth chart. We've done openers, middle orders, all-round spinners. Spinners, which jinxed Jack Leach. And now we're getting into the seam seam bowling all-rounders that bat. (laughs) That's what all-rounders do. Rich, welcome to the podcast. Please save me from this intro. I've saved. Yeah, we also did wicket keepers as well, just to uh, double down oh, on that uh, that shocker. Um, we have we're rolling through, aren't we, mate? We did the spinners. Sorry, Jack. We apologised on the uh, on the previous podcast. We'd recorded that just before he got injured. It was good timing in some respects because it gave everybody plenty of information of who was out there, who was going to uh, replace him. And we've just gone and done the. Uh, hopefully, you've listened to it. The spinning all rounders. Uh, that could come in in a pinch if Stokes wasn't available, or more more than likely be that second and third spinner uh, for the winter tour of India. Seam bowling all rounders, Rob Ben Stokes. You don't have, you know, life's good, isn't it? You have a both and flint off Stokes. It's life's life's good. You don't have to worry about many things, do you? But what if Stokes was unavailable? What if he was unavailable? That's the question. Like you just asked, isn't it? He's so special. It's difficult, isn't it? We're, we're going to roll through five names here of who is the depth chart. Obviously, number one, we should all know who that is. If you don't, come on, guys. Um, but, um, yeah, what happens if he's not available? And this is the thing, isn't it? Who would slot in here? You'd probably, we're going to go through this list. We're probably going to say the wicketkeeper, Johnny Bairstow, or Ben Folks, um, would step up to bat one higher. And then this guy who we talk about would probably sit at number seven. Potentially even an eight if Moen Ali is in the team as your number one spinner. And so I, yeah. I guess it, it also depends what England would do. We're hypothetically mm. saying they're replacing A with another A, yes. as in all rounder exactly. with another seam bowling all rounder, not rejigging things to make yes. it work. Yeah, absolutely. Because there is that chance now with Moen back on the scene that if Ben Stokes was unavailable, Moen Ali would become the all rounder. Yeah. Uh, and then you would drop in behind um, somebody else, wouldn't you? So, so it's all hypotheticals, obviously, but we're just trying to give a bit of info of who we think is out there on the radar. Um, and let's see if we mention your favourite player. As simple as that, isn't it? So we're going to go five. We're going to start at number one, Rob. Obviously, we start with one of the finest players in world cricket and arguably the best all-rounder England has ever had. Discuss. 
Um, ben Stokes. Uh, that actually is a discussion for another day. Um, who's the best all-rounder we've ever had? But that is definitely for another day. So, although he's been troubled with injuries over the years, still finds a way to put in, obviously, very high performances. Um, and always with what his team needs. Um, I was about to do a little Harry Potter reference then, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that came in my mind. <laughs> Some room of requirement nonsense. Ben Stokes will always give you the performance and innings that you require at that possible time. I can't believe I've gone down that route. I blame my partner. Um, so, yeah, imperious batting display, key wicket, spell of bounces, whatever, dogged, digging, batting innings, all of that is what Ben Stokes will give you. Uh, the ability to bowl is what makes him such a quality all-rounder. As a batter, he's a top five, six batter in this country, no doubt, in this test side. Um, but in the, it, with the ball is where he really does is, has been that difference maker and just creates such balance for this test side. Going into this summer, huge question marks over his fitness. Um, we've just got through the England-Ireland test match. We saw Ben Stokes take a catch, jarred his knee, did not look like a happy guy. Looked like me fielding uh, for the second 11 with my dodgy knee. So that's where we are, Rob. Ben Stokes, clearly number one, but there's a reason we need to roll through who could come into the team if Ben Stokes isn't available. Yeah, number one in, number one on this, number one in your heart, Ben Stokes. Uh, he He's exceptional. He's, he's rode into captaincy like it's no big deal. Yes. Love his approach to the game. Love attacking cricket. Love the way they bat. Uh, and love the way he leads. There's just a lot of love going on for Ben Stokes. But mm-hmm. minus the captaincy, it, it is a case of going Ben Stokes, the cricketer, has been outstanding for England. Like you said, every time there's clutch, I think I said on the previous podcast, mm-hmm. you've got the accelerator, you've got the brake, and then your clutch is called Ben now. That's how good he has been. <laughs> Average is 32 with the ball in Test match cricket. This is minus the Ireland game looking at this. But his match strike rate is minus 1.14. So he takes a wicket quicker than the bowlers in the matches that he plays, although his averages are bad in line. And he's kind of played that enforcer role for England with the ball when he's been bowling. Um, I think we quite often look at the TV and go, the guy's on one leg. What are we doing? Why are we doing this? Like, but he's 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 a warrior. He's, yeah. he's alpha. He's absolute alpha. And his his game against Australia is generally pretty elite. In terms of the uh, countries that he plays against, his average against Australia is very, very solid. Um, He averages 39.19 in England. He obviously played that knock in 2019, one of the greatest Ashes knocks of all time. He's he's done the World Cup. like He's irreplaceable. He is. No one on this list is going to be able to replace him. But we're going to try and find a way how. Absolutely. Absolutely. So obviously Stokes is in there. We know that. We Please let's not have a Jack Leach moment where just after we record this, the number one on our list, confidently number one on our list, goes down. Because that's the only other position, I think, where we had a player at number one that you really would struggle to replace. And this is the only other list, isn't it, Uh, that it really is that case. So number two, we're going to bring in a man who's only 24, Robert. That's the first surprise with this one. 24. And that's the left-handed, left-handed everything, Sam Curran. The man with the quiff, the little flick of the hair that we all love. Sam Curran, the Surrey all-rounder. Um, he's proven in white ball cricket, especially in T20 and obviously recent T20 World Cup, where he was named in the team of the tournament, that he's a man that performs at the absolute highest level and against the best in the world. He's doing it again, isn't he? He's um, IPL. He's a quality, quality player. He's already played 24 test appearances. Um, he still should be seen as a man with bags of potential. He's not a, a rounded, fully formed cricketer yet. Um, and his batting is only just getting going. 
Um, he got his first uh, maiden first class hundred, didn't he, last summer? And he's he, he averaged. I can't remember what it was. Now you will be able to tell me. But he ended the summer averaging a ridiculous number with the bat. Um, mm. With the ball, lively, skillful bowler, isn't he? He doesn't quite have that necessary pace to consistently challenge in Test cricket. So perhaps in time, he can continue to hone those skills, become the best version of what he does with that sneaky, quick bouncer, and be your fourth seamer. And that's what we're looking for Sam Curran to be, I think, long term. The man that could do a job with a bat at six or seven and be your fourth seamer. So Sam Curran is a number two, and I think if we needed to, absolutely think that this was the man that they would turn to. Yeah, there was, there was a time, I think it was the India tour, where uh, India went home because of the pandemic and it ended up too oh, long yes. they came back they got dropped yeah. ended up to a piece yeah. Sam Curran was planning that uh, and my recollection was having an aha moment with Sam mm. Curran uh, watching him swing the ball back into the pads of the batters mm. and he, he I don't think he blew them away but he got like three or four wickets in an innings mm. at one stage I was like he's got it he's got it yeah. my uh, criticism of Curran has been he's, he's, he just felt to me maybe slightly too slow for test match cricket mm. at times because uh, he does can fall into that category of bowling mm. late 70s, early 80s. If it was 83, 84, I know it's small numbers, but that's a yard, three, three mm. or three miles an hour is a yard, I think. It, it would make a big difference. His test match record with the bat is exceptional. Uh, scored runs in one-day international cricket, scored runs in T20 cricket. He does whatever he does, but the fact is he's, he's in the team as a bowler mm. and he averages 35.51. It's not horrendous. It's not the end of the world. And there will be better days in front of him. The fact is that he averages 161 in West Indies out of that. Everything else is fairly reasonable between 30 and 40 in the other countries. He did average 75 with a bat in the county championship last year. Five scores of 50 plus from six innings is, is quite a remarkable feat. Average 53% better than the top six in the games mm -hmm. he played in. Um, but it's the bowling that you've got to talk about. He averages 30 with the ball. His bowling in, in white ball cricket got him this huge contract, like either the one or two most highest uh, paid player in IPL history based on the T20 competition. I didn't think his IPL was all, all that. I think he struggled a little bit compared to what you would expect from a Sam Curran. Uh, he actually went at a 10.07 economy rate, which is slightly high, but mm. it's skewed overall because not all overs are equal. If you bowl in the first yep. you know, first six overs, you're going to be slightly high. You bowl at the death, it's going to be slightly high. He's that sort of guy. That's why you get paid the big bucks in the IPL. 100%, um, there's an England future somewhere for Sam Curran. Mm. Somewhere for Sam Curran. It's whether it's a bowler or an all-rounder. Uh, but he's the sort of guy that gives you, again, you talk about these all-rounders and the balance it gives you. If mm. you've got Ben Stokes or a Moeen Alley kind of peak operating in, in both fields of batting and bowling, mm. man, it gives you so much versatility to, mm. to pick and choose and rest and rotate and do all these things and play a second spinner and not mm. have to compromise too much on what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. And we haven't got onto the seamers list yet, but we don't have a massive... Uh, back uh, back list of um, of left armers, and so that does give no. us some variation. We've got a lot of right arm overs who bowl a similar sort of pace, lacking fast fast bowlers as we usually are because they always break into pieces uh, ahead of a series. Um, so he does give you that other option if you weren't going to go in with a spinner, you could then go in and bat him at number eight, and he's he's your fourth seamer, isn't he? And especially in this series that we're looking ahead to, the Ashes, there are huge question marks about Ben Stokes. We can't keep saying it enough whether he can bowl or not is going to be huge. So there will be that occasion where the discussion is, do we need that fourth seamer? And Joe Root will have to just bowl a bit of spin. 
Um, difficult conversations ahead, but let's hope that Ben Stokes can just keep that fitness topped up throughout the series. Um, number three is a man that I would be very frustrated in the last week or so. Uh, Chris Wokes. He was all set to add to his uh, his uh, uh, 45 test matches and play against Ireland. And at the last minute, he was pulled. Uh, Josh Tong went on to make his debut. But Chris Wokes, the straightest bat in county cricket, um, the 34-year-old, we're going to call him an all-rounder in this one because he's got, I'm not saying he's got the potential at 34, but he's got the ability. He's got, he's got a test 100. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that he could do a job if you really needed to bat him at seven. Uh, perhaps, maybe if Moen's in the team, you then bat him at eight and then suddenly he becomes a perfect uh, ben Stokes replacement. He becomes an exceptional bowler, especially in English conditions, and he gives you that extra balance with the bat as well. Um, super. He would be a night watchman in, in previous ages, but now we've got the night hawk and Stuart Broad. He's not needed anymore. We don't need a sensible straight bad uh, night watchman, do we? Um, but yeah, he's been in, he's been in the England Test side since he was a rosy cheeked youngster back in 2011, hasn't he? Test debuted in 2013. Um, last Test obviously came in West Indies earlier last year. That was the end of the Silverwood uh, regime, the root regime. He's had some fitness um, issues back then, um, since then, sorry, but he's back now. He's back in the England squad and he's still in the squad for the first two tests. So Chris Wokes, if needed, he could do a job just to give you that balance back as an all-rounder. He he definitely could, mate. He's a high-quality cricketer. He's done it in the IPL. He's done it Again, why, why am I going T20 cricket? He's played a lot of cricket there and he's been very good at it. He's been very good for England at every single format. Uh, it was just the last run in Test cricket felt a little bit of a struggle, uh, particularly that West Indies tour where we'd just come off a 4-0 drubbing. He was opening the bowling with uh, Craig Overton. Both of them ended the series with a strike rate over a thousand, uh, sorry, over a hundred. A thousand would be catastrophic. It was over a hundred. It's bad enough. It's not quite, it's not like going, oh, let's stick another zero on. Do that with my pay packet, please. Um, it, high quality operator, 27 average with about in test match cricket. Nothing to be sniffed at. Uh, not easy runs. He averages 70 at number seven in the order in test match cricket. That is so reliable. Like you think we've got, Bairstow there at the moment and how good Bairstow has been in the last year. I can't remember what Bairstow's average was last year, but I'm not sure if it was 70. That's how good Wokes has been. And he averages 30 with the ball. That's only three more than his bat, and that's genuine all-rounder category. Mm. The problem is, when it comes to Chris Wokes with the ball, he averages 22.64 in England. Mm. He averages 81 in India, 56 in South Africa, <laughs> 52 in Australia, 51 in uh, New Zealand, and 49 in the West Indies with the ball. That's the problem. But Chris Wokes in England for the Ashes, 100% on board that he would be able to add huge value to this England team. Uh, gets it done time and time again. And why wouldn't he be able to be Mr. Consistent like he has been the whole time? And in terms of like genuine all-rounders, when you look at the county game, he is as genuine as you get. He averages 34 with the bat and 24 with the ball in the county championship over his career. I can't think that anyone actually, and I need to, there's a boring test for myself. Mm. Let's try and find the future that is, is averaging 10 difference um, across that. And it's mm. not a small amount. It's three and a half thousand runs, 95 games, 313 wickets. Just mm. an incredible specimen, hugely consistent. And he'll always have that hundreds at Lords that he scored yeah. that has a song about it. 
Absolutely, yeah. So Chris Wokes is, is rightly in there. Um, we just need to just take his passport of him every winter, basically. I think that's what how we solve the Chris Wokes problem. Play him in England, wrap him up in cotton wool. He can go and uh, winter up in the Highlands of Scotland or something like that. Just go and just compose himself again and then come back again next summer uh, for however he's not, long we have him. He's not the first player or player that would have had that happen to them. You know, there's talk of Australia doing well like Travis Head and he's just battered at India all around the Oval <laughs> the first day of the World Test Championship. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He's good. Um, right, so this is this is the thing. When we get, we've got the three. I think that's three pretty good options. Now, the next two, I think they're still pretty good options from the county game. But this just shows you that all-rounders, especially ones that you would class as test quality all-rounders, do not grow on trees. Uh, and not many nations have a big list of genuine, genuine seam bowling all-rounders. So let's get to number four. And it's a man that has played for England, but only in the white ball formats. And that's Lewis Gregory, 30-year-old Somerset, um, Somerset player, vastly experienced all-rounder, consistent county championship performer since his debut back in 2011. Um, very capable batter, but you'd have to class Gregory more as a bowler first and foremost. A bit like Wokes in that respect, isn't it? Um, and the first class record holds up very, very well. About 320 wickets at about 26. Another man, if called upon, if England were stokeless, Gregory could step in to provide some much-needed balance experience and would no doubt do what he does. And that's produced solid, quality, consistent all-round performances. He does every single time, and he's been brilliant this year, actually. Um, our friend Lewis, as I uh, try and change my tab to click on Lewis Gregory, which would be Whoa. extremely helpful <laughs> in terms of being able to see his stats. Mm. Uh, he, he has been brilliant. He took that seven for, I think it was against Knotts earlier this season. Yep. Averaging 21 with the ball. He's got a career record of 26.74 with the ball and 25.23 in the county championship with the ball. Again, hugely incredible numbers. Slightly different to Chris Wokes, but Chris Wokes is like the elite. Uh, Lewis Gregory is just one of those guys that seems to be get better with age. His batting average has been consistent. Average 48 in 2021, 35 in 2022, 30 this year. A couple of centuries thrown into the mixer. His career strike rate uh, with the bat isn't really in line with England, but it's, it's had moments where it's up in the 60s and 70s, but there's also mm. seasons where it's down in the 40s and 50s. But he is a white ball international style player. So you know he's played against these sorts of guys. So you could imagine him coming in and making some sort of difference. Um, but it's his bowling. His bowling is just getting better and better at the moment. He's on track for a career best year this, this year. 23 wickets at 21. Um, just like him. There's so much to like mm. about him. He's hugely consistent. Uh, does it in all formats. Does it against any opposition uh, that he will come up against. And, mm. you know, we keep referring to white ball stats here, which I, I don't like doing, but he's played in the 100, the Blast, the Bangladesh Premier League, the Pakistan Premier League, the Big uh, the big Bash, and the South African T20 competition that mm. launched this year. Like, yeah. That's high regard that people want to pay you a lot of cash because you're good enough to come and be a pro for us. That's mm. the sort of guy that he is. Could he do it at Test Match Cricket? I'd love to see him try yeah, no reason. He's a bit of an old-school cricketer, isn't he, in many respects? A bit of an mm. Angus Fraser, a name you mentioned a little bit earlier off-air, Rob. Don't ask us how we get onto these conversations. Um, right, number five, let's round it out. Ryan Higgins. We Look, Stokes and McCullum and Rob Key might not love uh, county championship and what people do in it. Moen Ali being recalled, that's where that comment comes from. But we do love it and we do value it. And Ryan Higgins is one of the most consistent all-round performances in the championship. 29-year-old, um, does everything with a, with a right arm. Um, you have to include this guy. 
Um, he scored 586 first division, first division runs last summer at 32 and a half, while taking 28 wickets at a little bit higher, 37, right on medium paces. Made the move back to his first county, Middlesex, this winter has proven to be one of the signs of the year. Uh, I think he's about 420-odd runs at an average of over 40, with 19 wickets at 21. Big knock on Higgins, obviously, is his pace, but that's, and that should obviously be taken into consideration. But when you're looking for someone to come in and bat at six or seven and provide overs again as that fourth seamer, in certain conditions, at certain uh, certain opposition, and you know maybe winter. I don't know. Let, you know who knows where this could happen. But Higgins would be a really, really interesting player. And if County Championship consistency and performances count for anything, this man should have had a cap at some point. Maybe back in the day he would have. In the Mark Elam era of cricket, he would have played for England. <laughs> uh, his numbers aren't too dissimilar to Chris Wokes in County Championship mm. cricket. His batting slightly down, averages 31.68, which is mm. very... Very, very good, let's be honest. Yep. Uh, averages 4% better than the top six in the matches he played in, which I know everyone was waiting to hear. But 203 <laughs> wickets in the championship at 23.83. That is, you know, Wokes had like 10 difference. He's like a seven difference. Mm. I think the big difference from a Chris Wokes, Chris Wokes, Pete Chris Wokes was bowling 84 mile an hour. Mm. Uh, Ryan Higgins, not got a speed gun on him, but mm. I'm guessing around 78, 80 mile an hour max. So, mm. It's, yeah. it's a big difference and it's a big gulf and it's hard. It can be hard to imagine that that would then correlate well into test match mm. cricket uh, as one of the top seamers, particularly when England like to have pace. And it's been mm. shown through analytical data that pace makes a difference in test match cricket. Mm. Um, but in terms of a county player, like you, you can't pick another seam, seam bowling all rounder. Mm as good as Ryan Higgins. He's one of the best signings Middlesex will make for years mm. and years and years, going, going back to Middlesex, averaging 42 this year. But it's not the 42 he's made. It's the team that he's doing it in. Middlesex's middle order has been absolutely, where are they? Mm. There has been one of the worst in the league. And him at number seven has come in time and time again and delivered. He's averaging uh, 42 57% better than the match top six mm. average the games that he's played in. That's how consistent he is. And every single time he comes in and chips in with a wicket, 19 mm. wickets at 21 this year. He's just consistent, great hair, does it all. Uh, doesn't I don't want to say it. I was about to say he doesn't seem to be injured, but the last time we spoke about <laughs> Stop it. He's a, he's a county championship darling. Like You could imagine him yeah. in the Darren Stevens mould mm. in years to come. And I think for me, for Higgins, is if if his white ball, this sounds strange, if his white ball game in, evolves, then there's opportunities that may come in one day international cricket or something like mm. that than they would before a test match call-up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is not, uh, we're not looking at a depth chart for all formats of England. This is literally just for the test setup. But ODIs, they, they, they don't get to have the pick of the players all the time. They're either playing franchise cricket, there's test matches going on, or there's something else happening, which means it's not always the strongest 11, unless it's literally the eve of a World Cup. That's about the only time England will get their strongest 11 in the, in the ODI stuff. So there's always a chance. Absolutely. So, so we've done five. We did five spinning all-rounders, and now this is five seamers all-rounders. So that rounds out our top 10, Rob. Um, obviously, Stokes by far and away the number one man in this list. Let's have a look, shall we, just quickly. There's, I've got another five names here that, that, that were under consideration for this list. Five. And I think there's one in particular, they're all quite young players, but I think there's one in particular that easily could have got onto this list. And that's a man that I think Knott's made a massive mistake in allowing to move on. And that's Joey Everson. 
Um, talking to Darren Stevens, Joey Everson is Darren Stevens' replacement there. Um, a young player, a very, very good batsman, a very good bowler. He absolutely could be a man for the future. I'll roll, roll off the other four names I've got, Rob, and then you can pick out what you yeah. want to. There's Anuj Dahl of Derbyshire. Uh, Lyndon James, Nottinghamshire all-rounder, who's just started bowling again after missing last year with injury. Battered but didn't bowl last year. Ed Barnard, the, the man that's moved from Worcester mm. to Warwickshire. And Gloucestershire's Tom Price. Hundred, hundred and a hundred and a hat trick. What a day that is! That's like buying two jugs, mate. It'd be skin. Um, Good sub. That's a, that's a solid list. I think James and Everson are the two that's really highly touted seam bowling all rounders mm. in the country at the moment. And every time you kind of want to watch them to see how they're yeah. developing. Anuj Dahl had a fantastic 2022, but has started pretty slow in 2023. Mm. But again. Uh, future's bright. Ed Barnard falls in that uh, just awesome county championship cricketer mm. category for me. I had him on the list actually. Uh, mm. It might have been before the start of the season or two weeks into mm. the season, but since 2020 of uh, batters that was averaging more than 40 against spin and seam. Um, add to that his incredible consistent bowling that he's taken to Warwickshire. His bowling hasn't been that hot this year, but how can you be hot when you're in a team that's mm-hmm. blowing teams away every single time? I've got one absolute left field uh, selection here, and it's it's more of a discussion point because the guy's a little bit marmite, if you ask me. Mm. People either like him or they hate him. You're trying to work out where I'm going with this, but I'm going to say Tom Curran. He can't stay fit, okay. but he has played a heap of international cricket for England. Mm-hmm. He's played PSL, South African League, 100, Big Bash, T20 Blast, ILT, and the IPL. <laughs> he's he's done a lot of these uh, competitions with big acronyms, mm. basically. <laughs> How do you create a T20 League? Well, you have a lot of money, coloured kits, uh, saddy owners, <laughs> and Whey. you have uh, acronyms going on. So... <laughs> I, I'm putting him on there. He is Marmite okay. because people don't like him. Some people like him. But back in 2015, he took 76 county championship wickets mm. at an average of 23. I'm fully aware that was eight years ago and I'd only just left England. But he he is good. He is a good bowler. He just he really struggles to stay fit in the T20 format. So yep. potentially may struggle um, going forward. Mm. Yeah, playing red ball in, in my mind, he's tarnished a bit, and no disrespect to this guy, but he, he's tarnished with a bit of the Jade Dern batch. Um, yeah. That's how I see him as a cricketer in, in some ways. Obviously, he's better batter than the Dern batch was as well, but um, I think Dern batch was just a slightly irritating figure uh, with the ball, constantly bowling a, a different delivery every ball, wasn't he? Uh, when he was playing for England, going for at least 10 and over without fail, I think, no matter what day, day of the week it was. Um, so maybe that's where it's tarnished. I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, do you know what I'd really like to know, though? Is who's the young all-rounders? These are relatively young all-rounders we picked out, but who's the next ones? Who's the young young all-rounders that are coming through? Same for spin, isn't it, as well? And You know, there are people out there. We're not going to talk about them today, but I'd love to know what, if, who, you know, if, if whoever sport, you know, whatever county you support out there, tell us. Who's the, who's the next? Who's the young up-and-comer? Who's the, who's, the, who's the one that was in the England and under-19s? that will be that next Ben Stokes. That's what I'd love to know. Yeah. I think the, the only other one that we could have spoken about would have been a George Balderson. Mm. That's a good shot. Very good batsman. Uh, does well with the ball, does well with the bat. He averages yeah. 35 with the ball, 27 with the bat. Uh, but every time you watch him, <laughs> it feels like he gets wickets. And every yep. time I watch him, 
He's got mm. versatility where he can go and bat in the order, which mm. kind of leads you to believe that he's probably a top six bat uh, yeah. in, in a county championship team, which is a good place to be. Absolutely, yeah. All I'm saying is if he could flip those numbers, we would have a hell of an all-rounder on our hands, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, man not, with bags of potential. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, so that's, that's our all-rounders, Rob. We're, we're pretty much, uh, that's, that's done and dusted. Just the seamers to come, that genuine seam bowlers and quick bowlers all combined as one to come. Mm, happy days. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, like Rich said, let us know down below who you think should be on this list, where you think England will go. We know it's not necessarily a like-for-like, like. just because Stokes out doesn't mean they go, oh, we need a, a batting seam bowler. Mm. Uh, it doesn't quite work like that. But, you know, hypothetically, if they did, this is what our depth chart looks like. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed it. We'll catch you down the road. We'll catch you next time. Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.